This is Money in Motion with Class Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. And we're going to be talking Social Security this week with our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial. I know we get a lot of calls and a lot of questions. Love to get you on the air this morning with CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas of Kloss Financial. Our telephone number here at the station, 608-321-1310. That's 321-1310. Gets you on the air with our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial. You can also learn more about Kloss Financial on their website, klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S financial.com. You can learn all about Clause Financial, their separate divisions, how they can help you, or if your employer, also help you there as well. I'll get all that information up at ClauseFinancial.com and their telephone number for the office here in Madison, 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Clause Financial. It is complimentary to you. Again, their number, 608-442-5637. And to get on the air this morning during the program, love to hear from you, 608-321-1310. That's 321-1310. As mentioned, join this morning by CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas. Guys, how are we doing this week? Doing great. How are you, Sean? Doing really well. Great to talk with you, CJ. Malia, are you, how are you doing with the snowfall this morning? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all good. At last I checked, we're still in winter. Yes. Know, people <laughs> don't want to believe that. Yes, it, absolutely. And uh, yeah, Mother Nature doesn't forget where we are no. either. So uh, we've got a great conversation. I know this is one that uh, we get a lot of a lot of great calls and a lot of great questions on. Anytime um, we check in with our retirement planning professionals about Social Security, we get a lot of questions and a great opportunity to get on the air this morning. Also, great opportunity coming up a little bit later in the program, a chance to win a fantastic prize this week. Our friends from Claus Financial have provided a $25 gift card to Texas Roadhouse. Tell you a little bit later on in the program how you can win that with the Claus Quiz Question Week. And before we start talking about this week's conversation about Social Security, let's take a look back at last week's show and uh, do our Claus Quiz Question Week from last week's program and answer there as well. Yeah, so last week we had a good conversation about required minimum distributions, um, you know, the new age, uh, according to uh, the SECURE Act 2.0, when people are going to have to start taking out their RMDs. And so the question came up um, that we had last week was, do you have to take RMDs or required minimum distributions from your Roth IRAs? And the correct answer was answered by Marissa of Fitchburg. Congratulations to her. She correctly answered no. If you have a Roth IRA, and eventually it'll be Roth 401ks as well, you do not have to take RMDs from those. So uh, make sure you have that written down and listen carefully to today's question. Nice work, Marissa. And again, we'll be doing a new question this week as well. If you missed any part of last week's program, a lot of really timely, very important information on the show. Same deal this week. You're going to have some really good stuff. If you ever miss any part of the program, you can listen back at ClossFinancial.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast right at the website, ClossFinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S, Financial. Financial.com. As mentioned, today we're going to be discussing how you can start planning for retirement income from your eventual Social Security benefit. And I think a lot of people wonder is, should I start taking Social Security at 62? Does this make sense for everybody? Uh, should I wait? Uh, what do we need to know, CJ? <laughs> yeah, this is the million dollar question, isn't it? Uh, when when do I draw Social Security? So um, for many people planning for retirement, uh, figuring out when you're going to draw Social Security is a important question. And it's important since Social Security will likely be a large part of your future income, or in some cases, I think it's for about a third of Social Security recipients, it is their only source of income. 
So some questions and concepts that you should understand. That's what we're going to start off with here today. Number one, how soon can you start taking your benefit? Well, assuming you're not a widow or widower, uh, then the earliest you could possibly start taking uh, Social Security retirement benefits off your own record would be age 62. Now, for those listening who know a lot about Social Security, there's actually a lot of other noise out there. I mentioned one of them being widow or widower. Another would be Social Security disability benefits or um, uh, income, Social Security income for minors. There's a lot of other ways that you could potentially qualify, but that's not what we're focusing on today. We're focusing on really your record or we'll, we'll, or maybe a spouse's record. The other concept for you to understand would be the concept of full retirement age known as FRA. So according to Social Security, if you were born between 1943 and 1954, your full retirement age is age 66. For those born between 1955 and 1959, your full retirement age is 66 plus some number of months. And then if you were born after 1960, and I'm raising my hand because I was, your full retirement age is age 67. Now, the, this concept, so again, so everybody that's listening on the air today, it's somewhere between 66 and 67 is this full retirement age. And that full retirement age symbolizes two important factors. One would be it's the age at which Social Security says you have an unreduced benefit or 100% of what you are eligible to receive. And the second would be that there's no longer an earnings cap. We're not going to dig into that right now, but an earnings cap is for people who draw early in their Social Security and are also working simultaneously. So full retirement age is a critical concept for you to understand. Now, if you take benefits early, you can. You, what you have to understand is that you're going to get a reduction from that full retirement benefit, right? It's going to be a smaller dollar amount. But believe it or not, there's another concept you need to be aware of, which is, well, what if I actually wait beyond my full retirement age? Because you can do that as well, all the way up to 70. But where it gets confusing is then, then you're something 100 plus percent, right? Because for every year you wait after your full retirement age, which full retirement age is 100 percent, you're adding on an extra 8 percent per year to your benefit all the way up till age 70. So again, in your brain, think 62 is the earliest, it's going to be a smaller benefit. Somewhere between 66 and 67 is 100% of my benefit with no earnings cap. And age 70 is like 100 plus percent if I, if I wanted to wait. Talking this morning with C.J. Kloss and Malia Cuevas, our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial. Love to answer your question this morning, get you on the air. Just give us a call, 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. Don't forget, you can learn more about Kloss Financial on their website, klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S, financial.com. And their telephone number, 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Kloss Financial. It is complimentary to you. Again, that number, 608-442-5637. And CJ, what else do we need to know when we're kind of weighing all these important decisions and understanding of Social Security? Yeah, so one thing we'd say is uh, make sure you log into your Social Security record through ssa.gov. I know, Sean, you've talked about this on the air many times that you you set up a login. I have. And it's really, to, to Social Security's credit, it's a pretty user-friendly site. You can make sure your earnings records are accurate, and then you can look at your future retirement projection. So I do encourage you Set up a login at ssa.gov to view your individual record and then just maybe once a year grab a statement and look at it. 
Another thing would be, of course, when is the best time to collect? That's the million dollar question. CJ, you told me 62, you know, 66 and 70. When should I draw? And the answer is, Sean, you know the answer. What's the answer? It depends. That's right. <laughs> it depends. It depends on your if your spouse is working, if you're working, what other sources of income you have, yada, yada, yada. What we would say to you is we think on average Americans draw too early because number one, they're uneducated about what we're talking about here. Or number two, they're fearful that Social Security will just go away and therefore they want to get all the money while they can. If you are in the latter part of that where you fear Social Security going away, I would encourage you to talk to somebody at the Social Security Administration or even us because we actually track Congress pretty closely on this. And without getting too deep into the weeds, we think that is highly improbable that Social Security goes away, even though right on your statement they say, hey, if we don't make changes, we're going to have to reduce benefits. I think it's in the year 2032 now. Um, even though they say that, we understand how Congress – of use this and we just don't think that's a probable outcome so we would encourage everybody get connected to somebody that can help you make educated wise decisions for your personal financial plans around when to draw social security because it will be a large part of many of our listeners uh, retirement income Talking this morning with C.J. Kloss and Malia Cuevas, our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial. Phone lines are open just for you this morning. Love to hear from you. 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. Get you on the air with C.J. and Malia. Of course, you can learn more about Kloss Financial on their website, klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S financial.com. Great website to learn more about Kloss Financial. Also, if you scroll down towards the bottom, you can sign up for the weekly Market Pulse newsletter. It's a great weekly email with a snapshot of what's been going on in the market as well as a link to the most recent podcast. Again, just head on over to ClausFinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S Financial.com. And their telephone number, 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Claus Financial. It is complimentary to you. You may be wondering, how exactly do they figure out my Social Security amount? We'll get the details on that, and we'll take your call next as Money in Motion with Claus Financial continues right here on 1310 WIBA. This is Money in Motion with Klaus Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. Phone lines are open for you right now at 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. Get you on the air with our retirement planning professionals from Klaus Financial. Talking this morning with CJ Klaus and Malia Cuevas. Learn more about Klaus Financial on their website, klausfinancial.com. That's Klaus, K-L-A-A-S, financial.com. And their telephone number, 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Klaus Financial. It is complimentary to you. Talking this week about Social Security. And a uh, big question people always have, um, which is how exactly is my specific Social Security benefit determined and can it or will it increase over time? What do we know there, Malia? Those are great questions. And and just, just as a starting point, first of all, uh, Social Security requires you to have enough credits. So we're going to discuss that to even qualify to receive Social Security benefits. Now, there are ways, if you don't have those credits, that you still might be eligible for a benefit. But if you're a single person and have never been married, um, these credits really come into play. 
So as you work every year and you pay taxes, you are earning Social Security credits. So um, in 2023, we see this every year, usually um, a little increase in what it takes to get one credit. You will earn one credit for every $1,640 in earnings that you do um, up to a maximum of four credits per year. So in simple language, it takes about 10 years of working income to earn those 40 credits um, and one credit, um, again, the the amount of dollars it takes to earn that credit, as I said, goes up incrementally every year. So that's just what we need to know is about 40 credits. Now, if you stop working before you have enough credits, um, your credits stay in your record, which is a really good thing, especially when we speak to um, could be men, but generally speaking, it's women who have left the workforce perhaps to stay home raising the families. You know, they worked maybe for 10 years before they stayed home and they still have some working credits um, sitting on, on their, on their um, social security platform. So you can go back and you can continue working and adding more credits um, and hopefully get up to that 40 credits to earn your own earn something off your own benefit. Um, but again, if you don't have at least those 40 um, and you stopped working, um, you can look at, first of all, we again, as CJ mentioned, the website ssa.gov does a good job of, of clarifying this. But if you have enough credits, you assuming you have what, what they're requiring, uh, that's when the calculation comes into place. So they're looking at a 35-year average of your covered wages uh, for the highest years. And then they adjust each year's wages adjusted for inflation. So the average of 35 years of working. Um, and people always ask us, well, what about cost of living benefits? How does that play in? So those actually play in starting with the year you become age 62. So even if you haven't started collecting benefits um, and you're not getting them and perhaps you're going to wait till your full retirement age or even age 70, those cost of living increases um, begin with the year you reach 62. So most people who are already on Social Security, they're very clear about those cost of living increases because we saw it in a very big way this year. Um, if you haven't received your benefit yet, um, most people have heard it went up by 8.7%. And so for most Americans, they're seeing um, anywhere from 100 to $300 per month of an increase. So that's very sizable. The last time we saw um, a, almost, almost a double-digit increase was back in 1981 where the Social Security Administration raised it up 11.2%. So hopefully we won't, we won't be going that far with inflation um, and see that again. Malia, do they ever de decrease is, or is it always increase? Have they we've, ever not se we've not seen a decrease, but for Sean's particular situation, <laughs> we could. Okay. Um, now, we do see, we do see uh, you know, years and many years where there's really no in cost of living increase. It's sitting at zero or one percent because we really don't have the inflation to support that. Um, so th that's a really good question. And one other thing I wanted to add this morning was mm -hmm. uh, most of us, you know, hope, you know, we try to be informed. But honestly, most people get their information from the people they work with, their neighbors, their brother-in-law. 
and, and they'll ask questions, well, when did you start Social Security? And, and so, because I hear this in my own family, and I'm like, you know what? You need to find out what's right for you. So just because Joe down the street did this doesn't make it the right you know, situation for yourself to consider. You want to consider all options, and that's why we really say sit down with a professional that can look at what is best for you. Really important steps to take, really important things to discuss, and make sure you do what's right, as Malia points out, what's best for you. Phone lines are open right now, 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. Head on over to beautiful Black Earth. And Brenda, Brenda, welcome to the program. You're on the air with C.J. Kloss and Malia Cuevas of Kloss Financial. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. I have a question regarding my sister. She was with her partner over 15 years as a stay-at-home mom. He's since passed, and she's getting up in age, and she doesn't have enough credit. Would she be eligible for anything under his work record? Uh, Were they married? No. That is, that's the tricky part. I don't know the answer because there's a concept of common law marriage, but I don't know the answer given that they weren't married. I would have to pull in one of our social security contacts. So what I'd say to you is we do have a contact we can actually reach out to at the social security administration who will perform these calculations for us. So if you want, if it, if you really wanted us to, to perform that for you, you could reach out and we would do it kind of behind the scenes, but I wonderful. don't know. I don't know the answer off the top of my head. I'm sure. sorry. Well, I sure appreciate your show. I always learn something new. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Great. Great. Thank you for the call, Brenda. Great question. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's uh, as we, you know, as, as things get a little different as far as, you know, what uh, what we need to consider when it comes to taking this stuff, there's always ins and outs. And one of the things I know, we've talked in, in depth in previous shows about um, the different parts of that putting together your team. And, and CG, I know you talk a little bit about some of the different people that you guys work with at Kloss Financial, the, the different groups of experts that you guys reach out to. Uh, Social sure. Security is an animal onto its own. And there's some, everything's yes. nuanced and unique and you want to get that right. Uh, back to the phones we go. Dennis and Madison joins us. Dennis, welcome to the program. You're on the air with Malia Cuevas and CJ Kloss of Kloss Financial. Thank you. I've got a quick question about um, drawing on your spouse's Social Security. Mm-hmm. My wife and I were both widowed young. Now, we've been married for 17 years. My wife okay. is drawing Social Security currently, and I'm not yet. Now, okay. can I draw on hers, and what are the, what's the upside and what's the downside? Uh, I, I would have to ask you some questions to, to answer sure. that. Uh, are you, were you born in 1954 or, or earlier? Later. Later, okay. So 57. The, Okay, so the first answer is no, you, you can't draw on her record without first drawing on your own. You used to be able to, but you can't anymore. So you'd have oh. to draw yours first before being able to draw on hers. Um, and then, and then yeah, so, so that, that really answers your question. There's other, yep. there's other kind of downstream <laughs> topics, but that answers your question. You, because you weren't born in 1954 or earlier, you can't draw off of hers without first enacting yours. And that, now, that explains a lot because my uh, sister drew, but she's older than me. There you <laughs> go. There you go. Yeah. It, it, it used to be there were these strategies called file and suspend, and, and it was just causing the Social Security Trust Fund to run out of money, hence our earlier discussions about, about problems with Social Security Trust Fund. And so they've cleaned up some of those items. I think it was the right move to make, but yes, your sister probably could take advantage of it, and you can't. 
Now, one other question. Now, if I start drawing on mine, I still can't draw on hers after I draw on mine because you can't draw on both at the same time, can you? There is a makeup difference, but this gets into whether yours is less than half of hers. So assuming yours is more than half of hers, then that's right. You're just going to draw yours uh, alone. Now, if one of you died, whoever's is larger would be the one that would stay and the smaller one would go away. And finally, I'll, I'll end it at this because we'll, we'll have to wrap up this question, but um, you had mentioned you were married previously. That is a separate discussion that you might want to evaluate. It depends on how long you were married uh, to that individual, whether they got remarried. There's different factors there, but that could be something just to dig into with Social Security Administration a little bit. Dennis, really Thanks, Dennis. great question this morning. And don't forget to remind your sister she's older. So <laughs> that, that makes you feel better about, about the changes in the laws. Talking this morning with CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas, our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial. Learn more online, klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S financial.com. And their telephone number, office right here in Madison, 608-442-5637. Don't forget that first appointment. It is complimentary to you. And the telephone number, 608 442 Talk break even and some other things. And we'll, of course, do the Kloss Quiz Quest of the Week next as Money in Motion with Kloss Financial continues here on 1310 WIBA. This is Money in Motion with Kloss Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. Had some great calls this morning, really putting the social in Social Security this week. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the program, you can always listen back, klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S, financial.com. If you've got questions, of course, Kloss Financial is there for you, 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Kloss Financial. It is complimentary to you. Again, the number 608-442-5637. So as we talk about Social Security and and questions that folks may have, um, kind of determining what age is right for you. Also, that break-even point for benefits. People have a lot of questions about that, don't they, uh, CJ? They do, yeah. And before I even get into this, I just want to say thank you to the two callers. Um, Just so everybody who's listening knows, we actually love the live calls um, because it adds a dynamic factor to it. It, It's practical. It's answering your specific questions. So just know um, we don't mind being interrupted. I would actually argue we love it. So there you go. Thank you for the calls. Um, yeah, so this concept of break even is an important one, but we need to we need to kind of lay the groundwork for it. So we need to look at other sources of income as you enter retirement, including like spousal benefits and and whether or not you should be drawing based upon these other sources. You also need to be aware of what I had mentioned that if you draw before your full retirement age, that there could be an income offset. And of course, a lot of people advocate for drawing Social Security benefits at the first opportunity. And it is likely that over time, the full retirement age for Social Security could change. And it is also true that 70 million people are currently drawing on Social Security. So a lot of these are the reasons why people kind of go along with the crowd to draw early. But let's talk about some of the facts. The actual reduction in benefits by taking your benefit early. So let's say your full retirement age is 67, like mine is. At least it is currently. That could change. And that, uh, and that you decide to draw at 62. So how much of a reduction are we talking about? And the answer is you only get 74.2% of what you would have received if you had waited to 67. That's almost a, you know, we're getting close to a 30% reduction. If you draw at 65, which is 
in this example, two years before your full retirement age, you would get a 90, you would get 92.2% of your full retirement benefit, which is about almost a 10% reduction. And then even though we all seem to understand, you know, that our benefits will increase if, if we wait, here's the, <laughs> the cold fact. 62 remains the most popular age for people to begin drawing Social Security. One reason could be because um, somebody has a chronic illness or a, or a serious medical condition or short life expectancy. And by the way, that's a good reason to draw early. That would make sense to us. But Malia and I have a hunch that's not why it's the most popular age. It's probably because of the hype around Social Security, uh, the fear of them running out of money. So almost 31% of men and 34% of women began their benefits at age 62 historically. Conversely, only 5% of men and 7% of women waited until age 70. If Malia and I were to get our way based on the literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of circumstances that we've looked at with Social Security, we would love to see that average age move up as people become more knowledgeable and educated. Now, just so you know, we don't have an agenda, right? If, if ultimately it's best for you to draw at 62, we would tell you that. Draw at 62. But I think it's, again, a lack of knowledge and, and fear that drives it. So... All of this leads back to this concept of break-even, right? Where you began this question, Sean. Like, all right, well, let's set all of that other stuff to the side. Can you talk to me about the, whole, you know, the, the cold, hard math? Well, the cold, hard math is that if you draw at 62 or draw at 67 or draw at 70, all of them break even numerically somewhere between 78 and 81. Let me repeat myself. You draw at 62, you draw at 67, you draw at 70. All of them break even uh, numerically around 78 to 81. Now, what do I mean break even numerically? I'm talking the total just nominal dollar value of the accumulated benefit. This is not an inflation adjusted number for all of you who are nerds out there like me. This is just not using nominal figures. So using nominal figures, just total dollars that you would have received are breaking even, meaning same amounts around 78 to 81. Anybody who is an actuary right now should be laughing. And here's the laughter. Well, that's when most people die. That's the like that's average death range. Exactly. Which is why Social Security doesn't really care when you draw. A lot of people go, oh, they want me to wait or they want me to draw earlier. They, they don't care. It's all the same to them. You're going to end up getting the same dollar amount out regardless of the age on average. However, no human being is exactly average. So if you have longevity in your genes, you might want to wait longer. If you don't have longevity in your genes and your average you know, parent died at 70, you probably want to look at drawing earlier. So long and the short of it is this concept of break even can be tied to your expected longevity and then used for your benefit. I hope that's a helpful concept. That is that is absolutely fascinating. Really good concepts this morning. Talking, of course, about Social Security with CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas. Before we get to the Kloss Quiz Question of the Week, another uh, kind of important, uh, kind of, it is very important. Uh, for folks that maybe have never earned enough credits to qualify, are, are there options for them or things they need to be aware of, Malia? Well, you know, it, we've already had the caller call in about spouse benefits. Mm -hmm. So, um, and again, uh, more details to come as you look into your own situation. But 
But as far as we understand, to qualify for any spouse benefits, so again, you might not have your own record, uh, you have to be at least 62 years of age or any age if you're caring for a child who's uh, younger than age 16 um, or if you're disabled. So at that point, you are entitled to receive benefits on your spouse's record. Um, But this is the kicker. If you start receiving those benefits as a spouse at your full retirement age, you're going to get 50% of the monthly benefit your spouse would receive if their benefits started at full retirement age. So the sooner you start these benefits, they are permanently reduced if you start receiving them early. And so that permanently reduced should really ring in people's ear. Yes, you can start collecting at 62 perhaps, but you are, you are significantly going to collect less. And the, the less is about a 30% differential. So you want to be very, very careful and understand that when you make certain decisions, they could have further impacts um, because uh, trying to regain that extra 30% um, is not as easy as one would think. So just keep that in mind. Um, There's also widow or widower benefits you can look at. Again, this gets a little tricky if you're a younger widow and you and you decide, and I'm saying like age 60, and you decide you want to go ahead and start collecting off, off your husband's benefit uh, or your wife's benefit, um, there are some intricacies to understand here because you may be permanently reducing the benefit you're going to have for the rest of your life. So again, slow down and look at that. Same with divorced um, divorced persons. If you're at least age 60 and your marriage lasted at least 10 years and you didn't remarry, you may be able to also collect on your late spouse's benefit. So lots to know and lots lots of questions to ask Social Security, but make sure you sit down and look at all your different options. Such a fascinating show, such a fascinating topic. Always great information from our retirement planning professionals, Malia Cuevas and CJ Kloss. Of course, they come to us from Kloss Financial. Learn more online, KlossFinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S, Financial.com. You can also listen back to this week and all the previous show's podcasts as well on the website and the telephone number. 608-442-5637. 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Gloss Financial. It is complimentary to you. Again, the number 608-442-5637. You can want to hold on to that telephone number as well because it's time now for the Gloss Quiz Question of the Week. It works like this. In just a moment, I will ask you the Gloss Quiz Question of the Week. You will then have 30 minutes from the end of today's program to call the Gloss Financial Office right here in Madison at 608-442-5637. If you are the first caller with the correct answer, win this week's prize, which is a $25 gift card to Texas Roadhouse. This week's Kloss Quiz Question of the Week is this. How many credits do you need to accumulate to collect a Social Security retirement benefit? Is it 40 credits or 50 credits? Telephone number 608-442-5637. First call with the correct answer will win that $25 gift card to Texas Roadhouse. And again, that's Kloss Financial's office right here in Madison, 608 608- 442-5637. CJ Malia, it's always great hanging out. You guys enjoy this beautiful day. Thanks, Thanks. Sean. News is now here on 1310 WIBA. This is Money in Motion with Class Financial Asset Advisors, LLC. A registered investment advisor registered with the SEC. The content of this show is for informational purposes only and should not be considered individual investment advice. Class Financial does not offer tax or legal advice. Any opinion offered during the course of this show is the opinion of that particular investment advisor representative and not necessarily the opinion of Class Financial.